Chris Rock has received an apology from Will Smith, who slapped him during Sunday's Oscars ceremony. Jada Pinkett Smith interrupted Chris Rock's set after he'd made a joke about the actress. As Smith commented on social media Monday night, violence in all its manifestations is corrosive and harmful, he added. It's beyond reproach that I behaved the way I did at the Academy Awards last night. This was a joke about Jade's health that was too much for me to handle, and I reacted emotionally. As Rock was presenting the Best Documentary Award to Jada Pinkett Smith, the comedian joked about her hair loss as a result of her condition. Smith stepped on stage and whacked Rock in an unplanned moment. Smith returned to his seat after the attack and said, Keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. Will admonished Rock, who replied, Wow buddy, it was a G.I. Jane joke. When Jada Pinkett Smith refused to attend the Oscars in 2016, it wasn't the first time Chris Rock poked fun of her and her husband. Late Night Host Slams Smith's Infamous Oscars Hitch Slap Astonishing Moments at the Academy Awards, The Ten Most Memorable For his performance as Richard Williams in King Richard, Smith was awarded the Best Actor Prize at the ceremony. Read more Will Smith slaps Chris Rock on Oscars stage in shock moment after Jada Pinkett Smith joke. 2022 Oscars Lady Gaga sings a cabaret classic next to Liza Minnelli. This year, Coda won the Best Picture Oscar. After winning, he offered an apology to the Academy and the nominees he beat up on stage, but didn't say anything to the man he slapped in front of millions of viewers. On Monday, Smith issued a statement in which he apologized explicitly to Rock. My heartfelt apologies go out to you, Chris. I was in the wrong, and I'm sorry. Greater than view this post on Instagram. Greater than. Greater than. Greater than. Greater than. Greater than a post shared by Will Smith, at Will Smith. As Smith added, my behaviors were embarrassing and did not reflect the guy I wished to be. Violence has no place in a world filled with love and charity, the saying goes. In a post to her Instagram account on Tuesday, March 29, Pinkett Smith appeared to provide her own statement regarding the altercation. An anonymous one-sentence note from the actress reads, This is a season of healing and I'm here for it. As a result of Smith's assault, the industry and colleagues weighed in on social media with their comments. A source tells the New York Daily News that members of the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences were outraged by the scenario and are considering if Smith broke any of the non-bylaws. Prophets Rock's joke, according to sources, was not even discussed during the show's rehearsing sessions. Actors, singers and other performers, as well as journalists, and other media workers who belong to SAG-AFTRA, were outraged by Smith's conduct on Monday. According to a statement released by the union, violence or physical abuse in the workplace is never appropriate. Last night's Academy Awards incident involving Will Smith and Chris Rock was disgraceful. An investigation has been opened into this occurrence by us and we've spoken to both the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences and ABC. On Monday, Smith issued a more general apology, admitting that his actions had soiled the occasion. To everyone else who was affected by the incident, Smith wrote, I sincerely apologize for any inconvenience this may have caused you. I'd want to express my regrets to the Williams and King Richard families for the inconvenience. I am very sorry that my actions have tarnished what would otherwise have been a beautiful adventure for everyone. I'm a work in progress, I say. An emotional memorial service honoring the late Duke of Edinburgh brought the Queen Elizabeth and other royals together to remember his life and legacy. 
Duke of York attended his mother to Westminster Abbey for the first time since the end of a civil sex assault case. Prince Philip, who died at the age of 99 last year, was remembered as a wonderful man who was dedicated to down-to-earth causes. In accordance with COVID's wishes, the funeral was held with only 30 people in attendance. Over 1,800 people attended the memorial service, including representatives from the Duke of Edinburgh Ward and other of his organizations. The 95-year-old monarch, accompanied by Prince Andrew, made her first public appearance of the year at the ceremony in New York. The Queen Elizabeth was forced to withdraw from the Commonwealth Service earlier this month because of mobility issues. At the end of February, she was found to have a high level of the parasite COVID. Read more. Months ago, Roman Abramovich and a Ukraine MP may have been poisoned. Volodymyr Zelensky, Ukraine is ready to discuss neutrality in peace talks. To remain in power until 2025, Justin Trudeau's party agrees. We took extra precautions to ensure her comfort, including limiting the service to 45 minutes instead of the usual 90. She sat with close family members instead of being photographed alone at the burial in Windsor last year. With Prince Charles and Princess Anne in the same row as her as well as her grandson Prince William and her two great-grandchildren, Prince George and Princess Charlotte, she was surrounded by family members. The Queen Elizabeth and Prince Andrew were both in attendance during the rites. Two of the Queen's younger sons, Prince Andrew and Edward, were also seated in the front row, across from the Queen. Because of a legal issue over security, Prince Harry did not go from California, where he currently resides. Guests included PM Boris Johnson and Labour Party leader Sir Starmer, as well as members of European royal families, including those from the Duke's home Greece. Many of the components originally meant for Philip's funeral at St. George's Chapel were included into service, giving it a very personal feel and character. In addition, the entrance to Westminster Abbey was lined with Duke of Edinburgh Gold Award holders as mourners entered. Music by Beethoven, J.S. Bach, Wagner, Vaughan Williams, and William Byrd was heard at the service, as was the hymn Guide Me, O Thou Great Redeemer, which was intended for the funeral. Loyalty and Unwavering Dedication Longtime friend and officiant at Philip's funeral, the Dean of Windsor David Connor described the Duke's life as marked by sacrifice and service to those gathered in attendance. There's no doubt he has the ability to feel empathy and compassion. His brand of humor, which was often self-deprecating, was undeniably amusing to everyone around him. Speculation and common sense coexisted perfectly in his head. Furthermore, his dedication to our Queen and her family is undeniable, as is his steadfast commitment. This 2020 photo shows a wedding between the Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip, who were married on November 30, 1947. He described the Duke as realistic and said he devoted his remarkable intellectual and physical vitality, his great capacity for plain hard effort to a variety of down-to-earth undertakings. Among these were his pioneering efforts in encouraging dialogue between leaders of many faiths, as well as preparing young people for tomorrow's issues, such as climate change and the preservation of nature. Moreover, he noted that the Duke might be abrupt and forget exactly how terrifying he could be. He had a tendency to appear aloof because of a kind of inherent reserve. Pricking the pompous or sycophantic bubbles that he perceived in others was something he could do with some ease. We should not forget that Jesus was hurt by being misunderstood or misjudged at times, too. As the prince's life came to an end, this service of thanksgiving pulled all the threads together. His wife of 73 years, his family, his charities, 
his military ties, and his sense of public responsibility are all part of his legacy. While Prince Philip would have liked to be remembered as a plaster saint, the Dean of Windsor, David Connor, said so in his sermon. A man of action and ideas, he did not put up with pretentiousness or flattery in his descriptions. When she arrived at her seat, the Queen's real-life frailties were also brought into play. She sat in the same chapel where she married Prince Philip, her stick by her side, and decades of memories were present. Prince Andrew had assisted her as she entered the abbey for the first time since his public presence. Prayers for a long life lived to the fullest were offered in a historic venue at a historic event. Despite COVID's best efforts to keep this funeral from being as large as it may have been, there were still hundreds of mourners filling the streets. It was the Queen's first Christmas address since the death of her loving Prince Philip, and she spoke of him in an unusually personal way. To honor the Queen's wedding bouquet, an orchid arrangement was featured prominently at the burial service's floral tribute. In 1947, she married Prince Philip at Westminster Abbey. Some 700 charitable organizations he sponsored were represented during the funeral, including the Outward Bound Trust and Voluntary Services Overseas, as well as the Caravan and Motorhome Club. Young people were at the heart of many of his charitable endeavors, with many of them aiming to inspire and empower them. An additional focus was on environmental preservation and protection. The music of the Royal Marines Band, which ended the service with a composition titled The Seafarers, reflected Prince Philip's love of the sea and his ties to the military. Queen, Duchess of Cornwall and Princess Royal all wore Edinburgh green, the Duke of Edinburgh's livery color, for the service.